This week on episode 39 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I've got a lesson in trademark law courtesy of Disney, a movie update on Captain Planet of all things. Plus, I'll share my recent experience in DIY and in the jackass of the week, I've got another emergency service worker with job issues. Beginning Odd Dad Out podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, Adam Higgins, and this is a show where I just share my personal stories and takes on things from the news and generally make fun of stuff. So, it's been... I always say it's been a fun week, and I guess just because I've got four boys, and so it's every day is an adventure. Um, if you recall, if you were listening back in the day, um, back in the day, this show's a year and a half old, back in the day, um, way back, if you recall a few months back when I mentioned us moving into our new house, and my my my, my lovely son, who who is who's wonderful, and, and I would never want to crush a hair on his head um flushed the uh the toilet paper roll like the spring roll uh down the toilet like two weeks after we moved into the house and and if you've been paying attention for a while you may have recalled me mentioning i still haven't fucking got around to it well this week i got around to it uh, I just decided, you know what, I, I try to do this every weekend. I try and say, you know, I need to get the toilet fixed. I need to get the toilet fixed. Okay, I'm going to go get the toilet fixed. And between grocery shopping, mowing the yard, just trying to catch up on sleep because, again, I work nights. I'm just trying to catch up on just all the stuff I can't do when I'm home alone with the boys. I decided, you know what, they're entertained. They've got a movie going. I'm going to take the time on my day off and I'm going to tackle this, this toilet thing. It's like, I've, I've looked it up. I've researched it enough to know the, the gist of it, how to take apart a toilet. It's not a difficult process. It's just a couple of nuts and bolts and be damn careful not to drop the thing. Mostly. Um, so I, I went ahead and I tackled it, got all my tools out, get, went in there, and I unbolted everything. Now, I'm just going to point out, I'm, I'm assuming this thing's never been moved or replaced. And in most cases, you probably don't have to replace your toilet or, and let, you know, or, or remove it or any sort of fun stuff unless something dramatic happens to it, like, uh, you know, a four-year-old flushes a toilet roll. But uh, I went take unbolt the toilet and of course the bolts and everything are corroded as fuck and so nothing didn't want to move so what would have you know in a nice well you know maintained or maybe it was poorly maintained because you've had to change stuff a lot apparently um but well uh uncorroded hardware uh, would have been real quick and unbolted and uh, no big deal and lift and ah yay everybody's cheering um turned into what took about 20 minutes of 
you know, very meticulously trying to unbolt using, you know, basically having to hold the, the bolt with one set of pliers while un, while loosening up the nut with another set of pliers and then switch and then lots of, and it took, it took way longer than it should have. Um, but I did it. I managed to go through the whole process of removing this damn toilet so that I could fish out this stupid uh, spring roll. No, I'm not talking about... I, I have no other word to describe it. I say toilet paper roll. People think it's the cardboard thing. And I, spring roll, you know, it's a type of sushi. But but yeah, that thing. It When I looked everything up, it's the only way to get it out without permanently damaging your plumbing was to remove your toilet and push it out or shake it out or whatever method you had to from the bottom so that it didn't you didn't like work it out into your system and it ends up like clogging the drain lines in the ground and then next thing you know you've got a excavator in your yard digging up you know your yard and pipes over a stupid piece of plastic so yeah i i painstakingly managed to get all of this stuff unbolted and everything and i take the toilet off and oddly enough what i find is a pencil there was a whole, like, completely, like, brand new pencil at the in the very bottom of the toilet. Like, it never passed through the drain system and all that fun stuff. Um, was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did I do all this for a toilet? To which point I went and asked my son, did you flush the roll? He's like, yes, I did. Okay, so this, this pencil thing was a whole other issue entirely. Like I mentioned, this pencil looked like driftwood. This was not something my kids did. This absolutely had to have been there from a previous owner or whatever, and their stupid kid flushed pencils that jammed the toilet. Um, anyway, fished out the pencil. Um, now, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'll be, I'll be really smart. I'll just take the whole toilet, all still bolted together, off. Not a problem, because it's just going to be a quick in and out and get the stupid thing out. So I'm sitting here balancing this whole fucking toilet with the tank and everything on my knee and on the side of the bathtub trying to snake out this stupid toilet paper roll from the bottom. And it's not... I'm hitting it. I can feel I'm hitting it. And the next thing I know, I see the snake come up from the top. I'm like... What? Like, okay, this thing had to be in the way. It had to be in the way. And... it. It just worked right past it. It basically just slipped. You know, there's a wide enough space that it went right past it. Not a big fucking deal. Um, and it's just, but the whole time, this is unruly as hell. I'm just like, I cannot maneuver and try and do this. I feel like I'm going to drop the damn toilet. So, yeah, fun shit. I was like, fine, I'm going to have to unbolt the stupid tank just so I can kind of work with this. And I go and... Again, like set the toilet down. I'm like, all right, this is, and just start unbolting. It's two more bolts. It's not a big deal. Go la 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 la. Now, my brain wasn't thinking. Okay, the idea that I tackled replacing and removing and replacing a toilet myself on a you know morning with kids running around um, wasn't thinking anyway. But it's like I'm just sitting there and like thinking, okay, I can't really get a good turn on the bottom, so I'm just gonna take it from the top. Hold the bottom, twist the top, and it'll just come off. And hey, it works the same way. Well, my dumbass forgot. Oh yeah, there's two nuts that hold this together. 
there's one piece that holds the tank together and one piece that holds the tank to the to the bowl. And so my dumbass, as I'm sitting here turning this and it's coming loose and then the the bowl the bowl is coming loose and okay, it's coming off. It's pushing down the other piece and cracked the fucking bowl. <laughs> Just snapped the back corner off of my toilet. Cause I'm a dumbass. Because like I've said a million times, I learn how to do things the hard way. I learn how to fuck up every possible way you can. So when I tell you this is how you got to do it, this is how you got to do it. That I, I've done it wrong enough times to know how to do it right. Um, school of hard knocks and all that fun stuff. Um, but yes, yeah, so I didn't make that mistake on the second bolt. I will tell you that much. Um, then after getting everything finally disassembled and price checking the cost of replacing the toilet entirely, I did manage because as soon as I like took the bowl, finally I got the two pieces separated. I go and put the stupid the tank aside, set everything in the in the bathtub to just like where the hell else am I going to put it? And then as soon as I pick up the the toilet bowl, I'm like, okay, I go to flip it upside down to. Uh, start fishing out this stupid pole, this roll again, blink, just fucking falls out. As soon as I flipped the toilet over, just fell out like no fucking deal. Like, are you fucking kidding me? All this bullshit and chipping and, and breaking off a corner of the damn toilet and all this crap. And then it just falls the fuck out. Ah, ah, okay. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> At which point I then have to tackle the whole issue of, fuck, I have a broken toilet here. <laughs> As if the whole process up till now of having months of trying to fish this stupid thing out of the toilet and then the finally giving up and, and removing it and all of the crap of corroded hardware and bullshit and trying to repl and take this off hasn't been a pain in the ass. Now I've got to deal with the fact that there's a big chunk of porcelain you know ripped off the back of my toilet uh, fortunately i have a lot of of tools and gadgets and, and 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 adhesives and things like this and i was able to like on a on a on a wing and a prayer i used i had some uh multi um, uh, they're like multi-purpose liquid nails which like you know liquid nails the brand i think 3m makes it or loctite or somebody i forget but fucking awesome. It's basically like, you know, glues all. It's like heavy, 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 heavy super glue. But it says it works on ceramics. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to see how this works. And I'm not going to bullshit this thing. I'm going to make sure I just caked the ever-living fuck out of the inside of that thing and put it all together and cleaned up all the extra and make it look all nice and everything. And like kind of locked it together so nothing was going to move and I just set it there and left it the fuck alone. <laughs> I was like, no, this thing says it's a no, 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 two hour nothing. I'm going to leave it an entire day. Fuck it. So I left this thing the entire day and came back the next day. I'm like, all right, here's hoping that I don't have to go spend another hundred and something dollars to replace a toilet all because there's a broken corner. But it held and I was able to like put things back together and you know let's remind you i'm still having to deal with corroded hardware 
So now I'm getting to put the toilet back and reset everything and place everything back all nice and neat and bolt it back together with loose, corroded hardware. But after, again, like 30 minutes of painstakingly inching things together and carefully retightening the bolts and stuff on the tank, my my toilet finally functions. Yay! Yeah, uh, that I finally don't have to have little boys rushing, uh, swarming my bathroom at six in the morning when I'm still trying to sleep just because their bathroom is broken. Yay! Oh, fuck. Fuck. Ah. Oh. Of course, now, because we've been living in this house for like four or five months and they're so used to coming into our bathroom, they forget that they have a bathroom of their own that works now. Uh, it's like every day is use your bathroom get out of my room go use your bathroom every day yeah but i i'm pretty sure we'll be able to you know i just have to give it time but yeah it's gonna be a yeah retraining is that muscle memory i think it's just regular memory or or habit you know it, it's gonna take time to to break them of what used to give them was it carte blanche? Because I don't speak French. Uh, to just kind of come into our room and screw around because they were like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom. Bullshit, you're in there playing. It's like, if you're going to the bathroom, why is there shit missing from my side table? Uh, but that is my fun experience for this week. Uh, yeah, lesson of the day. Sometimes you just need to call the plumber. Um... I probably wouldn't have broken my toilet, and it wouldn't have taken two days to 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 fix a drain clog. But I did save the money. I will say that I saved the money. I didn't cost me a damn thing, other than the few years off my life, probably. Um, but you know, I wasn't going to use those anyway. All right, enough about my bullshit this week. Let's get into movie news. Alright, first up this week, we've got the announcement that apparently Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, the, the king of all the militant hippies, is going to be producing a Captain Planet movie. Okay, I, I, I can't blame anybody for wanting a Captain Planet movie because it's, it's something that's been talked about for a long time. But Captain Planet, was when I was a little kid. I was in like first or second grade or something. I was in single digits. So we're over 20 years old. It's, it's incredibly dated. I mean, it was, it was the, I guess we're, we're at the height of the, the like clean, green, living, everything era now. And, but this is when the fact that you had a show, a huge, highly popular cartoon show, that was entirely focused on recycling and saving the environment. And again, Captain Planet and the Planeteers. This, I mean, okay, yeah, it was a Saturday morning cartoon, but it it sounds like a like a school like an after school special. Um, you know, give a hoot, don't pollute. The power is yours. Oh God, that sounded terrible. Um, <laughs> but I understand that. Yes, we're, everyone's all crazy about, uh, 
climate change. And it's climate change. It's not global warming because, you know, shit changed around. So now we have to come up with a, a more politically correct term for everything. But everyone's all fucking uppity about shit now. We recite, everybody fucking recycles. Everybody's, every, our cars are cleaner. We are, we do so much shit for the environment. Do you really need a Captain Planet movie? And apparently this whole movie, the, the, the rumored premise of this movie is that it's going to be like a washed up Captain Planet who's, who, like, the, the planeteers don't need him anymore and he needs them. Like, okay, I'm just going to go back to Captain Planet wasn't a fucking person. This was not, you know, this was not Superman, alien guy from another planet, and oh, the planet's safe now so he doesn't need to do anything. No, this is Captain Planet, a being formed entirely from the magic powers of five other other people. They, by your powers combined, I'm Captain Planet. He was not a guy. This was not like comic book Thor who picks up his hammer and suddenly he, like, you know, Dr. Steve suddenly becomes Thor. This is not that case. This is, he's basically a creature entirely made of energy. Let's not get into quantum physics here, but he's a creature made entirely of magic and energy. He's not a real person. So Captain Planet doesn't actually have to get washed up. He just doesn't exist. If the Planeteers didn't actually need him, then he just wouldn't exist. That's the deal. Sorry. You know, not to get too new, you know, cartoony nerd, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd. That's just what I, I do. But not to get too into it, but that's how Captain Planet functioned. So this entire theoretical premise is totally wrong. Um, you know, I, I suddenly feel like, you know, the, the guy sitting there in the comic book store pushing up his glasses. <laughs> you know, no, I, I feel like that guy right now, but I'm just saying because this wasn't like a digging through the weeds sort of, you know, oh, well, that, that room on the enterprise isn't on that deck kind of bullshit. Uh, no, this was just a, um, you've got the prom, the entire premise of the, of the character wrong. Um, anyway, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of really ridiculous and, and just, I, I don't, there's no need for a Captain Planet movie and he's so dated. Oh my God, he's so dated. I mean, like I said, it was back in the, the early nineties when everybody, when, when the pollution problem was seriously a problem. You know, it was the whole point of these type of programs was to get people to recycle and live better and help and and be more responsible. And we are now. You were people wear fucking recycled clothes now, not like the oh I I reused this thing or I took this shitty shirt and made a tie. No, they're like making fucking clothes from recycled fibers from other clothes. Come on, there are more people wearing hemp shoes now than there were back when you could just grow hemp. So, you know, it's, we don't need Captain Planet. And I guess that's kind of the point of their, their idea, but you don't need Captain Planet right now. So let's just lay off. Let's not de destroy another piece of our childhood. Leonardo Caprio, go be a fucking hippie. Leave my fucking cartoons alone. Uh, speaking of cartoons. Okay, not really cartoons. Speaking of awesome shit from my childhood that I'm, that, you know, just awesome. Um, Fox has released the first trailer for Logan. And if you don't follow movie and nerd news and comic books and stuff, Logan is the official title for the third and 
uh, theoretically last Wolverine movie. And they are apparently going to be uh, following like the old man Logan storyline from the comics and all this stuff. Now, okay, I'm a general purpose nerd. I am familiar with comic book stories. I don't actually read them. I will Wikipedia more comic book stories and I have more wiki comic book knowledge than I do actually read the fucking book because I can acu- I can uh, acquire entire decades of, of comic book knowledge by reading a couple paragraphs. I don't need the minutia. Anyway, they are basically long story short. Uh, Wolverine's really old for whatever reason. His powers to his healing ability is really faded. So he's, you know, he's for all intents and purposes, retired, gone into hiding. He just leaves the fuck alone. Um, and there's a little girl who's like a clone of him. So you've got this little girl who's got all of his powers and is all brainwashed and shit. And so, you know, ancient, ancient professor Xavier and ancient, ancient, uh, Wolverine who, Again, nerdism, but he's like 400 years old at this point. Just going to point that out. But uh, really, really old Wolverine. He's finally, you know, grayed and beat up and shit and all not in Wolverine shape anymore. But he's, it's one of those, we got to save this girl kind of adventures. But he's old and in all likelihood, they're probably going to kill him at the end. And that'll be fine because of the way it's being done. Not that I want to kill Wolverine, but... All things considered, it'd be a good way to end the tale. But the first trailer came out, and I love this trailer for a couple of reasons. Hey, I, I like everybody else now. I love Wolverine. Wolverine's awesome. He's just a badass character. And Hugh Jackman has done a great job with playing the part he has. And so you watch this trailer, and you... I mean, he's, he's a great actor, so people may, may or may not agree with that. But it, it, at least in the context of this part, he has played this part so well that that's what you see. It's like Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Um, you know, uh, Chris Evans is Captain America. These, these characters that, you know, Patrick Stewart is Professor Xavier. They couldn't find another Professor Xavier if they wanted to. I don't care about the guy in the other movies. Uh, Patrick Stewart is Professor Xavier. Um, but this this trailer, and the reason I'm so excited about this trailer, not because I'm so excited about a Wolverine movie. It's not even that. Honestly, I've only seen the first, the Origins movie, one time, and it was a piece of shit, and everybody agrees it was a piece of shit. I have not seen the second Wolverine movie, and I would like to see this because this trailer looks amazing, and I'm I'm curious to what they do with it. But what I love about this trailer is it is just a beautiful trailer. It is just beautifully shot. The The way it was cut, the way it was edited, the way everything was put together, it doesn't, it, it, it hints at a lot of story and what's going on, but you're, you still have to kind of figure it out. And it does take a little, if you don't, you're not in the movie, which is, it's great because it doesn't, it, it doesn't sit there and tell you everything. It doesn't slap you in the face with the story, but you, you're able to infer what's going on through the trailer. It's not giving away fucking everything. There's good action stuff and there's good emotional stuff and you're, you're figuring shit out, but it's all done to the Johnny Cash cover of the Nine Inch Nails Hurt, which is just, it's the original, the Nine Inch Nails version 
is a great song. It's a really emotional song. But Johnny Cash did it, of all things, for Johnny Cash to cover a Nine Inch Nails song seems really backwards. But his version of this song is just so amazing and so beautiful. And it just had, it was, I think it was one of the last songs he actually recorded before he died. And just, there's, there aren't, there aren't words to really describe how the, the feeling, the emotion in that song. But then pairing that song with this trailer, it's just amazing. It's just, it is a cinematic masterpiece in two minutes. It really is. They just, it's the most perfect song choice that they could have possibly used for this trailer. And it's just amazing. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm geeking out over a movie trailer, not the movie. And it's not like a Star Wars, but it's just, it's not even, it's not what it is. It's not, it's like, I'm not geeking out because Wolverine, I'm geeking out because this is just an amazing trailer. That is just it. It's, this is the cinematic uh, construction of this thing. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this movie because it has such a beautiful trailer. I'm really hoping it's going to be as good as this trailer is because if it's not, I'm going to be really pissed. Really. To present, it's not like, oh, we, your trailer made your movie look exciting. It's like, no, this is a very well composed something. So that tells me that your entire movie should be a well composed something. Right? Should be. You're not going to make this, put all this effort into this great trailer that's a, for a piece of shit movie. Okay. Because Wolverine makes for a great transition. Let's dive in. It's the Nerd Report. I really need to get better effects and, and stuff. I need to get some bumpers or something for these. Uh, uh, nerd news. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Let's pull up my notes because it fell asleep. Okay. Uh, the, I have to say the, 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 the upper echelon of nerddom. There are apparently... Jedi lightsaber academies. There are places you can go to learn to fight with lightsabers and train in the mystical arts of lightsaber combat. And apparently they have like seven different fighting styles and all of this sort of extra what's the fuck bullshit. It's an imaginary sword. You're now paying somebody to teach you how to play with an imaginary sword. You're paying somebody to teach you to play with an imaginary sword. Nerd! Oh my god, you're a fucking nerd. I'm a nerd. I will admit I'm a nerd. But dear god, I'm not about to go and fucking take Jedi lightsaber training classes. You know, if you want to learn to play, to fight with a sword, take a fucking fencing class. Go, there are places you can learn real sword fighting with real swords and not be a fucking nerd. Okay, you might be a fucking nerd. I'll straight up. Like, there, there are those guys that get like obsessed and they walk around with a fucking broadsword. There was a guy on a light rail a few years back who 
was going to get mugged and pulled out a fucking huge broadsword and got arrested because he was the one wielding a giant fucking sword on a train. But he was like going on the news talking about how he was this fucking nerd. Just a, like, oh, I'm so tra- I'm trained in this and this and this. And I'm, you know, I'm uh, it's a lethal weapon in my hands and all this. And you're a fucking nerd walking around on a damn train with a sword. You're going to get picked on. You're going to get your ass beat because you know what? That thing on your back isn't going to save you when the guy pulls out a gun. Sorry, this is Arizona. You're going to get shot way before you can pull out your sword, dipshit. Um, but at least this moron was using a real sword. Not an imaginary ball of light or stick of light or whatever. It doesn't matter. You're a fucking nerd. It's an imaginary sword and you're paying somebody to teach you to play with an imaginary sword. But, I know this is the light at the end of the tunnel for the, you know, the don't be so extremely nerdy. Lucasfilms is suing the schools. <laughs> because there's this whole thing called trademarks and copyright infringement and you know, and register, and you can't go and start a lightsaber training academy when Disney owns the rights to the lightsaber. You can't. Sorry, you morons. If you want to go and start a martial arts academy and and teach people how to fight with swords that happen to re- and use training implements that happen to resemble a lightsaber, that's one thing. And if you want to train, if you want to dress everybody up in the school in robes and dress like Jedi, that's fine. You can't call it a lightsaber academy. You can't call it a Jedi school. You cannot use anything of that sort that is a trademarked product of Lucasfilms, which is owned by Disney. They paid billions of dollars for the rights to these films and all of these trademarks and and properties. They're not going to let you have a fucking lightsaber school for free. You idiot. You're a fucking moron. There's no way you could have possibly... I mean, you at least had the business sense and the two brain cells to start a business teaching a thing and at least established a, a curriculum or of some type for establishing this thing... But you didn't think that maybe you were going to get shut down because you were stealing somebody's intellectual property? Fucking moron. Nerd moron. How can you be that nerdy and that stupid? Really? Ah, okay. But, on less stupid, more exciting, and I'm just excited for this news, and this is just totally a nerd, I'm excited news, Nintendo officially announced the Switch! The new Nintendo system coming out next March that has been, like, codenamed the NX for the longest fucking time. It's finally... They finally said it's called the Switch. It's gonna... One of the rumors that always going around was it was gonna be, like, this combination console, like, TV console, and handheld system. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's the Switch. It can switch from being a, a console thing that you play at home, or you can pick the fucker up and... And it's got a screen and the shit and it's crazy and it goes and you can take it with you. And there's going to be new Mario games and new Zelda games and fucking Skyrim on mobile. They're re-releasing Skyrim 
for the Nintendo Switch for mobile gaming. So you can fucking play Skyrim on the go. And I'd have just about the same meltdown that fucking the Jessica Chobot had on Nerdist News about the idea of fucking playing Skyrim on the go. Now, I straight up, that is the only game I have for my Xbox. We use our Xbox for Netflix and Hulu. I shit you not. We bought it for Connect and Just Dance and stuff like that, and my wife didn't like them. And it turned into, well, can I have a game for me? Because I'm not playing a dancing game. I've got Skyrim. Now I can have Skyrim and a Nintendo at the same time. Because that's the only non-Nintendo system I've ever purchased in my life. I have been like diehard Nintendo my whole life. But this fucking new, this Switch, I'm not a, a mobile gamer. I'm not like a handheld. I never had a Game Boy or anything like that. But this is fucking awesome. This is like seriously fucking awesome. Just the ability of what this new system can do is cool. It's cool. That's that's just it. And again, this is nerd news. I'm allowed to fucking be nerdy like this. So shut up. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I've I haven't played video games seriously since the boys went and just decided they wanted to use my all the game discs as sandpaper. So. You know, I'm looking forward to this, and I love Nintendo, and I love, that's my kind of gaming. I'm not like the big, uh, like, Xbox and PlayStation are so focused on these first-person shooters and first-person perspective-type adventure games where it's all about the cinematics of it, and Nintendo is about gameplay. It's about a game and an adventure that you play because, you know what, it takes hours and hours. You do not beat a Zelda game in a day. You do not beat a Mario game in a day. You do not beat a Nintendo-generated property in a day. Now, I'll say Skyrim is the same way. You can run through the, the main storyline, but you're not going to really... Like, it takes hours. These Those are the games that I like. Those where it's... The gameplay is the thing. It's... And... Yeah, it's just my thing. I, I, I enjoy Nintendo games. The way they that's always been their thing, that's their strongest point, is making original titles and i love nintendo games i love nintendo property um so i'm fucking excited for this um my wife right now oddly enough she's excited because she wants to get a wii u because they re she didn't know they re-released earthbound in hd on the wii u this was her favorite game we still have a super nintendo by the way just to increase my nerd cred we still have a super nintendo and earthbound and that is her favorite game. That is what was her game. It was her favorite game. She still will, on occasion, play that on our Super Nintendo that still works after all these decades. But the fact, the idea that we could have a Wii U and then have Earthbound on the Wii U in HD is just amazing to her. So she really wants to get that. So suddenly I have to plop down $300 for a Wii U, which I don't fucking have. Um, and she said I could get if we I get her a Wii U and Earthbound that we could get a Switch. I was like, um in six months we're gonna spend like theoretically like six hundred dollars on video games that we don't have. Just pointed that out. We don't have the money for this. <laughs> I'd love to get both systems, truly. We don't have the money for this. Uh but that that's that's an that's a goal and an adventure. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm I'm probably more excited for the Switch right now than I was 
for the Wii or the Wii U. And I was excited for Wii U. I would, I do still want to get a Wii U because there were, there were a handful of games on there. Like there's fucking Mario Kart and Mario Party. And there were games for the Wii U that I absolutely want to play. Um, Zombie U, which was one of the launch titles. I'd love to play Zombie U. That was a, that game looked awesome. The reviews for it were great. I want to play Zombie U. There, but there are tons of mar- of games for the Wii U that I would love to play. Because I, I focus, I play. It's like, here's my game, that's what I'm playing, that's what I'm doing. But, yeah, that's that's that was the thing. But I would love to get a Wii U. I want to get a Switch, you know, because that's the new one. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in video game excitement mode right now. Um, there's no clue what the hell it's going to cost. So, I, I imagine it's... Probably not going to top $300. I think the upgraded Wii U was, is $300. So they're probably not going to go much more than that. They're not going to get like PS4, Xbox One pricing. They're just not. Uh, if, if Nintendo were to charge that much for a system, people wouldn't buy it outright. I think the Wii U didn't sell because it was too similar to a Wii. That was, I think that was just the biggest thing is it was too similar to a Wii. And so they just, yeah, people didn't go for it. And that's fine. 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 Now we have the Switch coming. And the Switch is awesome. And it's got really weird wonky controllers and does a bunch of crazy bullshit. And it's going to be awesome. And that's 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 going to be it. <sighs> okay, I'm done nerding out. Between Wolverine and, and Nintendo, I'm done, wo- I'm done nerding out for right now. But that does lead me into our jackass of the week. And and I'm 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 ashamed of our jackass this week because it's another emergency service guy. The last week we had the the nine one one operator who decided that she just didn't want to talk on the phone anymore. Well, this week I've got an Indiana firefighter who has been charged with arson. Now, here's the twist. It's it's one thing thinking, oh, you've got a firefighter that's been charged with arson. The funny fucking part is, this man has, was charged with arson. He apparently was lighting fires because he just loved responding to them so much. I just love my job so much, I want to go out and fight more fires, so I'm going to go start fires. That's some messed up priorities. That's just, what? Um, let's see, yeah. Yeah, he he just he's was charged not only with the arson because I mean it, it's theoretical arson because they they have to prove that he actually lit the fires um, to a certain degree he's like admitted to some stuff but it's also the fact that there was breaking and entering involved he was like breaking into a gym and like spreading gasoline or some shit and starting a fire. So he was he was breaking and entering and trespassing and all these sort of fun things along with starting a fire just so that they could get called out to to fight the fire cuz he just he loved being a fireman so much. What I'm sorry, what day in in firefighter school did he miss where they told you you're not supposed to start the fire? I'm I'm pretty sure that's probably in the first day. I don't know. I'm not a firefighter. I know someone who's a firefighter. I should ask her. But I'm pretty sure that that's one of those things that 
maybe they just don't tell you. Maybe that's it. Maybe that they assume, just go with me here. They assume that because you're going to be a firefighter, that you're not going to start the fires yourself. That they just, they just make that assumption. And so, you know, what do they say when you assume you make an ass out of this guy in Indiana? Is that, I don't, is that how it goes? I don't know. But what? I don't. How do you become, it's just like the 911 operator. How do you become a 911 operator if you don't want to talk on the fucking phone with people in emergencies and you don't want to do the job? How do you become a firefighter when you want to start the fire? If you even have the thought of, I'm going to go burn down this building so I can go and save the, no, what if it doesn't work? What? What, 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 what? You are, oh my God, you're dumb. How did he, how did he graduate firefighter school and training and all the bullshit when he was dumb enough to do this? And I'm not even talking about like, I'm just the, the fundamental, he's got to be fucking dumb. General, regular, ordinary, general, you know, garden variety dumb to start fires, to attempt to burn down a structure or to build a, a, a fire, and if you're, to just so he can go and fight fires. And on top of, if you're really, if you got a fire bug issue and you want to go fight fires, why don't you set fire to a tree or something? Just find like a random tree on a corner that's not fucking touching anything. You know, a I had a cat up a tree kind of tree. And burn that fucking thing. And then, oh, they call them, oh my god, there's a tree on fire, there's a tree on fire. And then they come and you come and put the, the fucking fire out. Not a building. Or several buildings, as it turns out. Just because you want to respond to fire. Like you, is it just you like driving around in the truck with a dog and all, the, and all that? Practice. I don't know. But what the hell, dude? You do, psych, psychiatric evaluation. You're dumb. That's it. I just... Ah, okay. Ah. Oh my God, stupid people. I almost feel like I should move this to the beginning of the show just so that I, I'm not so wound up when it's all over. <laughs> uh, but that is our show for this week. Our show. My show. That is my show for this week. It's been, it's been fun. I'm, 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 I'm going to say this right now. If you're listening to this on release day or on about uh, release day, I am going to be experimenting with release days for a bit. Half on account of, I've got kids and it's hard to record around kids and schedules and half on account of just seeing when people are tuning in. So if you are really listening to this around release time, uh, that might shuffle around a little bit. But I, I'm trying to, to dial in a, the best day of the week to get stuff done and out and all that fun jazz. Uh, if you're listening to this later on, ignore that part. But <coughs> but it's been fun. I, I love doing I, I Thank you so much. Uh, anybody, everybody out there listening. Because it's... Yes, I do this for me, but 
to know that there are people out there like you who are listening, who have made it to this point in the show to get to the thank you. That's why I don't thank you at the beginning of the show, by the way, because people start and they may not finish. This is the part where I finish and I say thank you for listening to my bullshit for the last 40 minutes. I appreciate you. And I also appreciate you subscribing to the show. And to do that, whether you're using iTunes or Google Play Music or Stitcher or wherever else you or any other podcasting app, you subscribe to the show. And if you don't have a podcasting app or you don't know how to do that, go to oddadout.blogspot.com and right there on the top I got a bunch of little buttons for you to click whether you're using iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or the Spreaker app or whatever you're using you can find me there and there's a little button and it'll help you subscribe right there there's even a button for subscribe on Google you click that and it'll bring up a website where you can find an app for your podcast needs and you can subscribe to the show that way tons of fun stuff um that's what I that's how I subscribe to stuff. I I don't use iTunes. I don't use a lot of I find it on their website. So that's fun. So subscribe to the show, get all the back episodes that are decent and <laughs> subscribe to the show and if you like the show, tell your friends. You know somebody who might enjoy my jackassy sense of humor. Tell your friends to show them how to subscribe. Let them listen to the show with you. So that more people will listen, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. But until next week, I've met Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. Thank you, and good night. <laughs> <laughs>